is God. Praise God. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo. I feel good. Just to know I've been redeemed makes me feel good. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel good. I feel good. Just to know I've been redeemed makes me feel good. John sixteen thirty three. These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have death. Peace. Peace. He will keep you in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon him. Amen. Isaiah 26, 3. In the world you shall have tribulations, but be of good cheer. Amen. I've overcome the world. Amen. Praise God. Now, last week we determined what was the world. What did we say the world was last week? Lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Amen. So if we can overcome these three things, we can be victorious. Amen. We can be victorious if we can overcome these three things. Amen. And Jesus is telling us that he overcame the world. We saw last week that these are Satan's three weapons, right? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Amen. Eve fell in the garden and Adam fell in the garden because they did not defeat Satan when he tempted them with his weapons of his warfare. Amen. But Jesus overcame them. Amen. Every time Satan tried to offer him one of them, Jesus would come back and say to him, it is written. This is why we have to have the word of God in our lives. Amen. This is also why Paul told the church in Ephesus in the 6th chapter and the 10th verse. He says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He says, put on the whole armor of God that you are able to stand against the wiles or the tricks or the schemes of the devil. Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in the high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of God, that you may be able to stand in the evil day. Amen. You are in evil days. Amen. So you want to be able to stand. You want to be able to overcome. And he says, the way you stand, having your loins, uh, having done all you can do to stand, he said, you stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth. In other words, get the word of God in you. Do everything you can. Surround your life. Surround your home. Surround your children with truth. Teach them. Train up a child in the way he's go. When he's old, he won't depart from it. You've got to get the word of God all around you now. Amen. You've got to know what it says. You've got to get wisdom. You've got to get knowledge. You've got to get understanding. Because false prophets are in the world. They are here. Amen. The Antichrist is here. Amen. It's, it's all here. Amen. It's being exploded everywhere. So you as a child of God has got to be ready to defend yourself. I'm not going to be with you 24 hours a day. Amen. You're going to have to learn how to stand on your own. And you, so you've got to have on the breast of uh, lawns girded with truth, the breastplate of righteousness. You've got to learn how to do right versus wrong. There's going to be so many temptations coming to get you to do wrong. Amen. You've got to be able to discern. This is why Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12, with the gift of the Spirit, there's a word of wisdom, there's a word of knowledge, and there's discernment, spiritual discernment. You need to pray and ask God to give you wisdom, give you knowledge, give you understanding, give you discernment. Amen. So that you're not led astray by every false doctrine and every spirit that comes. Amen. You've got to take heed to yourselves. Amen. Breastplate of righteousness. Your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Amen. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. You've got to be able to see God operating and working on your behalf in every dark situation. When it seems like there's no hope, when it seems like you don't know where the answer is coming from, when it seems like I don't know what in the world I'm going to do, you know, that 
old song says, I go to the rock of my salvation. I go to the stone which the builders reject. I go to the mountain, and the mountain stands by me. When earth all around me is sinking sand on Christ, the solid rock I stand. When I need a shelter, when I need a friend, I go to the rock. He is the rock of my salvation. And so you have got to take the shield of faith. You've got to believe God is going to come through for you. You've got to learn how to wait. You've got to learn how to stand. You've got to believe God is working on your behalf. As he said in the word of God, fret not, little flock. It's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. I know the thoughts that I have towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of evil are good and not evil. that bring you an expected end. Job says, amen, in Job 23, 13, he knows the way that I take. And when I'm tried, I shall come forth like gold. Amen. So God is with you. Don't ever think God is going to leave his people. Amen. He's right there with you. I'm as close as the mention of my name. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. When you're in the rivers of the depression, I'll be with you. When you're in the five trials of your life, they shall not, the flames shall not kindle against you. I've called you by your name. You're mine. He's coming through. You just hold on. Amen. So put on, get the shell of faith. And and the helmet of salvation, the helmet of hope, believe, amen. We're saved by hope, amen. The hope that is seen is not hope. For a man see that which is hoped for, what is he yet hoped for, right? Right. Amen. If we don't see that we hope for it, are you going to patiently wait for it? Amen. You got to hang in there, amen, amen. Be like time X. Take a few lickings and keep on ticking, all right? Praise God. And the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. You, you, you've got something to fight with, the Word. That's how Jesus overcome the enemy, is through the sword of the Spirit. Amen. When David didn't have a weapon, and the priest told him, he says, there's a sword back here, Goliath's sword. You know, you know he says, it's behind the ephod. Amen. He said, David said, that'll do. You always remember where your first victory was. Always never forget what first victory God accomplished in you, and you always reach back and you get that. That's why the Lord told Moses that when Joshua had his first battle against Amalek, if you've been reading your Bible, you, God told him to write it in a book and rehearse it in his ears. Amen. You need to always rehearse your first victory. Don't ever forget where you were, what God did for you, and brought you out. If he did it once, he'll do it again. Amen. Amen. So you got to keep the Word of God. So we can overcome these things through the Word of God. Amen. Amen. And we don't want to love this world. We don't want to love the world. Amen. That's why John says, if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. See, if you have a love for the appetites and things that's going to please your flesh and pull you constantly and make you uh, uh, go after these things, the love of God is not in you. You have to be able to turn right from wrong. Amen. So Jesus says, you know, he says it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. He didn't say it wasn't. He didn't say he couldn't. You know, he says it's pretty hard. And the reason it's hard is because that's where your focus is. See? Because if you got a lot of riches, most people is going to, that's where their mind is going to be. See? And so, and as a result, that's why Jesus said it will be hard for you to enter because your focus would be there. Amen. You you know, so we have to uh, realize as we was talking Sunday morning, blessed are the pure in spirit, right? Humility. We've got to maintain a humble state in our lives here. Amen. And so, we need to wake up. It's time that the church wake up. Amen. You need a wake-up call. <laughs> we need the alarm clock to go off a little bit. Amen. We need, it, it doesn't take long to look around you and see that we are living in the last day. Yeah. Amen. Look at 2 Timothy. Go to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 through 7. You've heard this numerous times. Amen. Now think about this. Paul says to the church of Timothy, to his protege, he said, this know also in the last time, perilous or dangerous times shall come. Right. Amen. For men shall be lovers of their own self. Anybody got one of these? 
What are we doing? Taking selfie, aren't you? Huh? Everybody's wanting to take selfies. Lovers of their own selves. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> you know, people love themselves. Everybody taking selfies. Amen. Covetous. They want what everybody else wants. Got boasters. You ever see so many people boasting and proud and, you know, you know, proud. You know, pride this, pride that, pride this. Everybody's going to be proud. You know, pride go before and a haughty spirit before. Right, right. Pride go before destruction, a haughty spirit before fall. Amen. Pride, blasphemers, you know. People are blaspheming God. Disobedient to parents. That one's really shooting off the charts, aren't it? Isn't it? Excuse me, that was a poor English. Shooting off the chart. Disobedient. Unthankful. We hear a lot about that, don't we? You know, I think the president said some guy got pardoned and he wasn't thankful. You know, he should have been thankful. But the guy, after he got pardoned, he went out and started blasting and talking bad about the president, you know, after he pardoned. And the new president says, talk about an unthankful, ungrateful individual. You know, you get pardoned from 30-something years in prison, and you <laughs> and you ain't, and you want to talk bad about the guy? <laughs> he should have. I ought to revoke it like the king in the Bible, you know. And the guy wasn't thankful that what the king did for him. He said, put him in jail. <laughs> you know, that's what I would have did. He's, he's unthankful. You know, it, it's just like listening to some of this stuff, you know, the, you know, about the ban. You know, the president is saying, hey, I'm trying to protect the people until we get something in place to protect you. And people out there demonstrating, they ain't, they ain't thankful that a guy's trying to protect you. You know, to make sure you're safe. I'm not into politics that way and all that stuff. But if somebody's trying to protect me, I'm thankful. That's just like our military folks. You know, they're protecting us. I, I think we should offer them some thanks. You know, not burn the flag and talk bad about them if they're trying to protect me. You know, so unthankful, unholy, no separation. No separation from the world. Amen. Without natural affections. When you can kill innocent babies. You know, when you can leave kids in cars and let them burn and die in the cars and all that. That's without natural affection. Think about it. Truce breakers. You know, people are going against what they said. False accusers. Isn't it amazing People accusing people of everything. It was the Russians that did it. You know, were you there? You know, they're accusing everybody, false accusers, incontinent. You know, think about it. You know, forests, like acting like savages. Everybody's in a man cave. Ah. Despisers are those that are good. You're trying to be good and they hate you. Amen. Traitors. Heady. High-minded. Pride just going crazy. Love is a pleasure more than love is of God. Man, stadiums are full. 80. Look at all the people that's at the Super Bowl. You kidding me. Amen. We're in the world. That's the world, amen, that we're living. Having a form of godliness, having a form of godliness, pretend to be Christians, 
but denying the power of the Holy Ghost, which can change them and bring them newness of life. And so Paul said, from such, turn away. That list, he listed there, he says, if you see any of that, you as a child of God, turn away from it. Don't be a part of it. Don't get caught up into this thing because this is the world and this is the way the world is going to operate in these last days. Amen. Jesus said the thief comes not but for the steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that you might have life and that more abundantly, John 10, 10. Amen. So if the thief comes to steal, amen, to kill, first of all, he wants to kill your faith. He wants to steal your joy. So he can kill you spiritually. Amen. Because if you don't have faith, you can't please God. Amen. You you don't have joy. You have no strength because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Right? So this is what he wants to do. So if he can kill your faith, if he can steal your joy, amen, he'll destroy you spiritually. So you have to learn that in your walk with God. Amen. And so we always got to be concerned. We've got to make sure that we focus and watch what we're doing and around us. Amen. Hallelujah. So it's amazing how much the people in the church is trying to emulate the world. For the life of me, I have not yet figured out why a 6-year-old to 18-year-old need to be in high heel shoes. Young girls need to be in high heel shoes. I ain't figured that out. You know, you know, when I was young, they told us, you know, and, I, and maybe I'm, I don't know, my time's changed, I guess. But they used to tell me when I was a young guy, they says, a man is not a man until he's 21, and a woman isn't a woman until she was 18. See? And I guess they wanted us to get all the foolishness out of us <laughs> before we took those titles on. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13, 11, I think it is, or 8, somewhere in there. He says, when I was a child, I spake as a child. All right? I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. See? I, I put away childish things. So now notice what Paul tells Timothy. Go to 2 Timothy chapter 2, I think it is, and verse, let's see, is it 22? Yes, 22. Flee also youthful lust. What is youthful lust? <laughs> My pastor in Virginia, he used to say useful. No, you can't have useful lust. It's got to be youthful. Amen. So youthful lust is those things when you were young that pull your heart. Now, most of us can think of some of the foolish stuff we used to do. We thought we were smart when we were young, right? And so now he says when you become a man, you got some ideas back there? <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> he, he says when I became a man, I put away childish things. See? And this is what you got to do. Now, notice what Paul says. He said, flee you for us. Get away from that. That's the same thing he's saying. From such, turn away. See? The ways of the world, you've got to figure these things out. If it's pulling your heart, if it's pulling you further to do wrong, then you can rest assured it's the enemy that's trying to tempt you to pull you that way. So flee you for us, but follow righteousness. Amen. Follow those that are doing right. Faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. In other words, get with the people of God there, Jesse. Yeah. Amen. You having fun? Amen. Good job. I wish I could do that too. Amen. So, but, you know, you, you've got to... Follow those that calling on the Lord out of a pure heart and a pure mind. Amen. It's what you want to do. Amen. You want to make sure that you are doing what is right because the world is evil. Amen. All around us. And so when we were children, we act like kids. But now we're men and women. It's time to grow up, to mature. You know, it's amazing how many older people... Or still wanting to be young. 
We got the age generally. <laughs> Let's move gracefully, not generally, gracefully. You know, gray hair is a lot of wisdom, right? If you're found in the ways of the Lord, the Bible says, right? <laughs> Amen. It's got to be found in the ways of the Lord. <laughs> and so we want to follow after the right things. Amen. Come on, we're trying to overcome this thing. Let's keep pulling our heart. That Satan is trying to trip us up here. Amen. So I can't overcome the world if I allow the world to reign, reign in my heart. Amen. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. See? So I got to get these things out of me. Amen. Praise God. You know, one of the ways you start to break these things away is you have to become content with such things as you have. Amen. So now notice, notice, amen, if you look at the word lust, I want to take the first, uh, the letters of each one and see if we can play with it just a little bit. You know me. Amen. So number one, the L, think about this, lasciviousness. Galatians 5.19. Galatians 5.19. Amen. Now, we see here, now the works of the flesh are manifested, which are these. Lestolatry, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness. Amen. Lasciviousness means unbridled lust. In other words, it's like a horse out there without any bridles. Wild horse. Anybody ever seen a wild horse? He just run anywhere he wants to, do anything he wants to. Amen. He's he don't have any bridle. He don't have any control. Excess. You know. He's living in excess here. Uh shrewd and lewd living. Amen. That's what lasciviousness is. And so Paul has said, This is works of the flesh. So if we look at that, amen, with the L there, amen, we have to get some control here in our lives. Amen. If something is unbridled, it means there's no control or restraint. If it's excess, it's going beyond what is normal. If it's shameless, it's immodest and disgraceful. And that's what we see taking place today in our world. Amen. In Mark chapter 7, verse 20 to 23, Mark chapter 7, verse 20 through 23, give you a chance to get there, Mark chapter 7, verse 20 and 23, Jesus says here, and he said unto them, that which cometh out of a man, that defiled the man for within from within out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts adulteries fornications murderers thefts covetousness wickedness deceit lasciviousness an evil eye blasphemy pride and foolishness all these evil things come from within and defile the man. See? And now the Psalms says in Psalms 119 verse 9. Psalms 119 verse 9. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? In other words, how is he going to get clean if all of this stuff is in him? By taking heed thereto according to thy word say so we got to get the word in us john 15:3 john chapter 15 verse 3 old to the new bible thumpers tonight amen john 15:3 now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, verse 4, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear forth fruit, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except you abide in me. Verse 5, 
I am the vine. You are the branches. He that abideth in me and I him, the same bring forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. See, he will clean you. He will get these things out of you through the word. This is how Jesus overcame the lust that was out of the flesh and the lust of the eye and the pride of life was the word. See, you've got to get the word of God inside of you. Amen. So you want to make sure that you don't allow these things to take place in your life. That's why we're studying the word of God. That's why we're encouraging you to read your Bible through. Because it is your strength. It is your power. It is going to teach you in the last days how to live your life. How to protect yourself from the ways of this world. How to be an overcomer. How to achieve things in your life. So we got to get lasciviousness out of your life. Amen. Because lust will destroy you. Amen. Paul says in Romans 7, 7. He says, I didn't even know that lust was a sin until I read in the law, thou shalt not covet it. See, that's why if you notice, the enemy is trying to put everything out there for you to want it. To see what somebody else have, he wants you to go after it. He wants you to keep up with the Joneses. He wants you to charge. He wants you to run to yourself headlong in the debt. Amen. Because he knows if you get so far in there, there is no help for you. See, that's what he desires. He wants to do that. Amen. So lasciviousness is the L, that lustful, those sensual things that is pulling and tugging at your heart. The uncontrolled restraint as we see in the world today. It's like people have no control. You know, they're just out there. They're just going and going and going and running and doing you know it's like they have no restraints upon their lives the you unspiritual unspiritual amen and see and this is what john is trying to get you to see he says if the lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh and the pride of life is in you he said the love of the father is not in you say these things are incompatible you know, unspiritual is doing things that goes against the word of God. See, it, it look, that's what Paul is trying to get us to see. And as I was saying Sunday, the Bible is written to the church, not the world. You know, it's the educational wake up call. Look at first Corinthians six, verse nine through verse 12. First Corinthians six, nine through 12. Paul says, no, you not. That the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay? If you ain't right, don't expect to go there. See? It's what he's trying to say. He's trying to give the church a wake-up call. He says, be not deceived. Amen. Don't be deceived. Don't let the devil deceive you. Paul told Timothy, he says, in the last days, you know, they will be deceivers and workers of deception more and more. We see it all the time today in this world. People deceiving people left and right. You know, be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminates, nor abusers themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor stirred shall inherit the kingdom of God. And it says, and such were some of you. But you're washed, but you're sanctified, but you're justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and the Spirit of our God. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I won't be brought under the power of any. Amen? In other words, you can't allow these things to pull you. They're powerful. They're the deceptions and working of the enemy because they're appeasing your flesh. If you go back and look at the list, every bit of it is to please your eyes and to please your flesh and to make you proud in life. And so Paul is trying to give the church a wake-up call. He says, listen, this is the world's way. And you know if the world's way is unrighteous. So don't expect if you're doing that to go to heaven. He says, it ain't going to get in there. See? He says, and it was, that's what you used to be. But now you are to be living and walking in a righteous way. You are to be 
close to God so you can hear his heartbeat like John was. I want to lay on his bosom. I want to hear. I want to know what he's saying. I don't want to be pulled by the things of this world. I, I can overcome this stuff. Amen. Praise God. Galatians 3, 1 through 3. Galatians chapter 3, verse 1 through 3. Paul, writing to the church at Galatia, says, O foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Behold, whose eyes Jesus Christ have been evident set forth crucified among you. This only would I learn of you, receive you the spirit by the works of the flesh and by the hearing of the faith. Are you so foolish? Having begun in the spirit, are you now think you're going to be made perfect by the flesh? No. In other words, don't think the flesh is going to get you there. That's why Romans 8 says, verse 8, you know, Romans 8, 8, it says, So they that are in the flesh, you can't please God. So when is the other time you can't please God? Hebrews 11, 6. Without faith, you can't please God. So if the enemy is trying to destroy your faith, Amen. And you're going to try to walk in the flesh. You can't do it. See, there's a war going on. There's a warfare taking place. This is what Paul says in Galatians 5, verse 16. He says, this I say then, walk in the spirit so that you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. See, because the lust of the flesh is of the world. For the flesh lusted against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and they're contrary one to the other, so that you can't do the things you would. There's a war going on. The flesh is pulling. The world is pulling. The spirit is enough. Stay over here in the church. You know, there's danger over there. You know, and this is what he's trying to give you a call. It's a tug of war going on. And you, if you're not rooted and grounded and committed to the things of God, you're going to be isolated back and forth. You know, well, maybe I can do it today. No, maybe I'll go back to church, man. No, maybe I'll play the world a little bit. God ain't come yet. No, no, no. And you find yourself being tossed and driven, James says, like a wave of the sea. See? And so what you want to do is you want to commit yourself to God. Walk in the Spirit so that you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. See? Walking in the Spirit is no more than doing what James says in James 1.22. Be ye doers of the Word and not hearers only. You read the Word of God, you just do what it says. Amen. That's, that's, That's walking in the Spirit because... The Spirit is God, and the Word is God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You know, you're holding Jesus here. He's trying to give us wisdom and knowledge and bring us to Him. Amen. So, you don't want to follow these unspiritual tracks. Amen. You're a spiritual being. And so, therefore, you've got to be spiritual. Build up. Jude, go to Jude chapter, verse 20. I mean, there's only one small chapter. But go to verse 22, I think it is. Jude 22. But you, beloved, do what? Jump off the cliff? Last, just before the book of Revelation. Amen. But you, beloved, build up yourselves on your most holy Faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Whenever the last time you just prayed in tongues all day long. <laughs> Amen. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on. Get a hold of God. Build up yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. God is not giving you the spirit of fear. He's giving you power. He's giving you love. He's giving you a sound mind. Build yourself up in that. 
You know, when you just don't feel good and you feel like that old enemy is trying to beat you up, God tells you in Isaiah 61, 3, I've given you a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that you might be called trees of righteousness, the planet of the Lord, that he might be glorified. So just, Isaiah 61, 3. So just lift up holy hands. That's all you got to do. You just throw your hands up and St. Peter says, casting all your cares upon him because he careth for you. Amen. So God is giving you, notice, he's giving you a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That you might be called trees of righteousness, the planet of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Amen. He's not going to leave you. I've given you everything you need to be successful. Amen. Just run, jump, leap, shout, you know. That's where you build your strength. Don't let the enemy suppress you. Depression is really killing the church. You know, that's an evil spirit. You're opening yourself up to let the devil keep pounding. And once he finds out he can depress you one time, he's going to keep doing it. He's going to release every bit of it on you. But God says, I know this junk is going to come, so I want you to give you a garment of praise. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Amen. So that's all you got to do is start praising God. Just giving him thanks. God, I thank you for being God. I thank you for delivering me. God, I know there's nothing impossible for you. Quote to yourself. As Paul says, sing to yourself psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Amen. Just start singing and praising God and watch it flow away from you. Amen. Because you believe there's one God, the devils also believe they tremble. But if you go into an oppressive state and go, whoa, it's me. They go, yes, I got him. We're going to just pound him right down. We're going to keep beating him up. But no, as soon as you say, Jesus, my good and faithful servant. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It, 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 you know, this is what you want to do. Amen. Hey, huh? That's, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's what you got to do is just praise God. He's giving you that garment of praise. Amen. There's been times I can feel myself heading that way, and the first thing I go, whoa, where are you going, Rufus? Get your heads up, man. Get your hands up. Start quoting scriptures to yourself. And I begin to say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, and whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and they fall. Though a host encamp against me, and this my heart will not fear. Though war rise against me, and this I will be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he will hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me on a rock, and my head will be high above my enemies round about me. Therefore, with I offer in his tabernacle the sacrifices of joy, I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Amen. Just, just worship. Amen. Don't be pulled by the world. That's what it's trying to do to you. So anything unspiritual is trying to pull you into the world. S, sensual, sensual, sensual. Sensual means it's worldly, it's lacking moral restraints, it's lewd, it's unchaste, it's materialistic, it's preoccupied with the gratification of the senses, appetites, and carnality. Sensual, sensual. Amen. It's what it's trying to do. It's trying to pull you. Go to James chapter 3, verse 13 through 16. James chapter 3, verse 13 through 16. Who is the wise man? And endure with knowledge among you. I'll wait a second. Got it? Okay. Got it? <laughs> Hebrews, James. Okay. <laughs> Chapter 3, verse 13. Who is a wise man and doeth knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation, or his good behavior, his works with meekness and wisdom. Verse 14. But if you have bitter in and strife in your heart, 
Glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descend not from above, but is earthly. Notice, it comes from the earth. It's sensual and it is devilish. Amen. This wisdom descends not from above, but it is what? Earthly, sensual, and it's from the devil. Amen. See? So you don't want to partake in that. You don't want to partake in that. Verse 16. For where envy and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. See? So you don't want to be sensual or pull that direction. Amen. You don't want to be worldly. You don't want to like more restraints in your life. You want to have restraints according to the word of God. Let your moderation be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Amen. Be careful. If you like wisdom, you've got to ask God. You want godly wisdom. Amen. If you are doing with godly wisdom, let it be seen. Don't envy the world. Don't let bitterness and anger get into your heart like you see them doing out there. See? They're going to pew crazy. And this is what James says. He says, don't let that pull you. He says, because it's worldly, it's sensual, it's devilish. See? And people are on that path leading to destruction, and they don't even know it. See? When they wake up, then they realize, wow, how do I get so far? You know? It's usually when guys and gals is behind the bars that they wake up and they realize, you know, wow, what happened? You know, how did I get here? Oh, I, when I was young and when I was foolish and in the world, there were some times I woke up and said, how did I get here? You know, but thank God. Amen. You know, that's, that's, why, that's why Paul is, is trying to give us a wake-up call in so many things. Amen. He's trying to question and call us uh, to attention, if you want to put it that way. Amen. He, he's trying to wake us to a degree that we get a clear understanding here that, hey, we, we can't follow uh, this same direction and go down this same pathway. Amen. Praise God. This stuff is incompatible uh, with godliness here. Amen. And, and we got to wake up. We've got to, to get our minds stayed upon Christ so that we don't be led astray in this stuff. Amen. Look at Ephesians. Go to Ephesians chapter, I think it's, uh, I want to say three. Might be five. Let me get my Bible. Hold on. No, Ephesians two. Ephesians two. Ephesians 2, uh, verse 1. You guys beat me there? And you have he quickened, who was dead in your trespasses and sins, wherein time passed. Now notice, you remember, anybody ever been here? (laughs) And times pass, what do we do? We walk according to the way the world is going. I was out there. Maybe I'm not the only one. <laughs> Notice, I went down that path. He says, we're in times past. We walked according to what they're doing out there, lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and pride of life. He says, and we were dead. We were spiritually dead and because that's what is happening they're spiritually dead they're not dead naturally yet but they're spiritually dead because we walk that way according to what the prince of the power of the air you know who he is The the devil satan that's what he's called the prince of the power of the air when you see that in the scripture that's who it's referring to as satan Lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and the pride of life is of the world, is of Satan. See? That's why Jesus told the religious leaders, he says, if if you knew me, you should have known my father also. He told me, you're your father, the devil. See? 
That's why they are doing it. That's why I keep saying, you can't beat them up and kill them out there. They don't know their father. They don't know this father like we know him. That's why we got to preach the gospel. That's why we got to share the good news so that we can hopefully, as Jude says, pull them out. Hey, and even their garments parted with the flesh. Amen. Prince of the power of the spirit. Notice it's a spirit. See, that's why I keep saying you've got to know the spirits you're around. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. See, that stuff is disobedience to God's word and God's ways and God's laws. See? It, it's working in them. They think they're doing it on their own, but they don't realize, you know, as Jesus has told his disciples, you know, oh, guys, they said, Lord, should we call down fire from heaven up them? He said, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't know what spirit you are, bud. I didn't come to destroy lives. I come to save it. <laughs> you know, they knew that God had the power, like, to zap people with fire. So we just get rid of them for you, Jesus. We Give us that authority. We just call fire from heaven. He says, no, 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 no. That's not what I came for, guys. See, you don't know what spirit you're of. Amen. See, and we're children at verse 3. Among whom also we all had our behavior or conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of our flesh and our minds, and were by nature the children of hell, even as other children. Notice, he's giving us a wake-up call. He says, don't think you, he really, what he's saying, don't get so heavenly minded, you ain't no earthly good. <laughs> I like to use that every night. But he's really trying to tell us, look, you were there too. Verse 3, 4. But just one second, let me get this. But God, who is rich in his mercy, for his great love with he loved us. And verse 5, even when we were dead in sins, he's quickened us together with Christ. By grace are you saved. See, we had our lives in that times passing that way. See? But God's mercy and grace, he drew us. He pulled us out of that. And now he's chosen us so that we can go and pull others out. That's what Jude is saying. Amen. Go back to Jude real quick. Verse 22. Jude 22. But you, beloved, build up yourself on your most pleasant faith. Amen. On some Verse 21, go to 21. Keep yourself in the love of God. Now he poured you out. He says, keep yourself in the love of God. Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. We're on the right track now. He says, you had your place before. He says, but God is rich. He's poured you out. He says, now build up yourself on your most holy face. Praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ until they come back for you to take you and you ever reign with him. Verse 22, on some, have compassion. Make a difference in other people's lives. This is what Jesus says in John 15 to 16. You didn't choose me. I chose you, and I ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit will remain. See? That whatsoever you ask of the Father in my name, he'll give it to you. So some have compassion. Amen. Every time you run into somebody in Walmart, every time you run into somebody that, you know, try to be cautious and, and share the truth with them to pull them out of that mess. This is what God desires of us. Amen. So we don't want to allow sensuality to be in our hearts. Amen. We don't want lust to control us. 
And then T, the last one, is temptation. All that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life, the temptation. Satan is called what? The tempter. That's why the Bible says, and when he was hungry, the tempter came to him. When you're going through things in your life, when it doesn't look pleasing, that's when he shows up. He comes knocking on your door and says, look, you know what? You can have it this way. Don't worry about that church stuff. Everybody. Yeah. My way. Come on to my way. Come on over to my house and you'll be blessed. Come on over to me. That's what he tried to get Jesus to do. Come on, turn to, I tell you what, you see all this? I'll give it to you. Come on, just worship me. I'll give you all this. And Jesus just says, it is written. I shall worship the Lord thy God and him only shall you serve. Amen. And after the third time, the devil says, well, might as well depart from him. And he leaves him. How long did he leave him for? A season. But he says, I'll be back. I'll, I'll, I'll watch him. I'll watch her. And I'll stay close and just monitor him real good now. Keep a tail on him. So when they get back down to that point again, that you just go right back and do it again. Pretty soon we'll, we'll break that rock. You know? But every time he comes, you got to keep quoting the word of God. You got to keep praising the Lord. Amen. And you shall be an overcomer. Amen. All right. I think I'm going to have to quit there. Oh, Sister Janet, go ahead. I'm sorry. You was going to make a comment earlier. Praise God. <laughs> now, I, I'm with you. Amen. I, I, I'm glad, like I preached Sunday, that eraser, man. <laughs> he took some of that stuff out of that. I'm thankful that he did because if not, tell me where would I be. Amen. So next week we'll pick up again here, amen, and continue to, to pound this, amen, because we, we can overcome. We can overcome this world. And that's what I'm saying is, that, is the key thing is now that we know what the world is, We've got the purpose in ourselves to overcome the lust of the flesh, lust of the pride of life. And next week, we're going to be talking a little bit about how to do that. And the basic principle is, is contentment. We, we have to get contentment in our lives. So, you know, pray this week and all the way up to next week. If, you know, if you like contentment in your life, just ask God for those things you have need of that you may be lacking in your heart. Like Jesus said, you have not because you ask not. See, so if you need strength, Pray that he give you strength. You need wisdom, ask of God. He give it all men liberty and braid it not. You need faith, just continue to hear the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so this is what God desires of us. He wants us to grow. He wants us to be just like him, overcoming the things of the world so that we can see the things clearly that is out there that we can have and have the joy of the Lord as our strength. And we don't have to follow the ways of the world and what Satan does, is, has to try to destroy us and, and to defeat us. Amen? Amen. So don't forget to keep one another in prayer. Yes, ma'am? Yeah. Okay. You said Lawrence? Amen. Let... Let's pray for him right now. Lord, we pray for Lawrence right now, God. I'm asking you, Lord, to heal and touch right now, Lord.